0: WA's Nobated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au. Right around
2: Western Australia on SEN.
3: It's Scotty and Goss for Breakfast with Scott
2: Cummings and Tim Gossage. Four past six, and it is a Wednesday, and it is going to be a stunning day. Get out and enjoy, and make sure you get all your washing done. Probably mow your lawns because we've got a bit of rain on the way. It's the oh, rain! Toolkit Depot Studio that brings us Scotty Cummings and yours, truly, Tim Gossage. Thanks to Fleet Network.
4: Morning. Good morning, mate. Good morning, everybody. Good show. You good, good show. Day. You seem loose today. You seem like you're moving well. Better. And you're, and you're up and about. You seem less... In pain, which makes you less cranky. What's going on? Had my sacrum joint. <laughs> I'm sorry. You had what? had my sacrum joint released. Waxed. Oh. <laughs> released. Oh, sorry. So it's down
2: near your coccyx, down the bottom yes. of your spine, yeah, has gotcha. been playing up. And I had an appointment, then another appointment, and I went to the uh, physio to the stars. Yep. Uh, Macca over there at Life Care. MacMahon. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Anthony McAvoy, and um, whose family own the house that overlooks the start of the Kalgoorlie Cup.
4: No. <laughs> yeah. Do they bill it anyone else? Yeah, yeah, jockeys. Yeah. Oh.
2: Have a little sleepover. Anyway, oh, um, quite... so he, the doctor said, yeah, I got this and I had to get referred and I went over there. I didn't need to get referred because my face is
4: my badge. Oh. But
2: anyway, I went <laughs> across <looked in laughs> to him. <laughs> and... How do you do that? You
4: just... Well Any conversation, any time, anywhere, yeah. you can just...
2: Self-insert. Yeah, yeah. It's a
4: dead set skill. I
2: don't know if you know, but this breakfast show, five days a week, is yeah. Scotty and Goss, Gillian Goss, so I'm a five-dayer.
4: Yeah, but so you're the second name. Like, you're the second banana. Yeah. be honest.
2: Yeah.
4: Oh, okay. I feel like Lockie Reed. But you do. <laughs> <laughs> Which means if you're hanging there long enough, you'll get the top gig.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not very nice. I spoke to Lockie
4: yesterday. He's a good man, Lockie. He, he's a good but man. He was sniffing
2: thing. around a bit, a bit the announcement we've got to make at 7.30 today.
4: Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing it myself. What, 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 we're a newbie.
2: Can't say too much, a but as a, I can tell you what I did do this morning. I went in to get the paper.
4: Am I getting a later time slot?
2: At my local.
4: <laughs> no. Damn it. How
2: you go with overnights? <laughs> On my own? Oh, that'd be tough. you are going to do the technical stuff. Really? Yep. Push
4: buttons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I can't do that. Well, you push Uh, my buttons every morning. Yeah, well, that's what I'm here for.
2: Thank you. Anyway, I went in to get the paper this morning. The bloke said, oh, gee, your name was all over cat
4: chat. Last night. And I don't know what Cat Chat is. Well, it sounds like, to me, I have no idea. I'm going uh, absolutely out on a limb. I'm sounding like it's a Wildcats forum.
2: Yeah, I don't know, it's forum or a podcast. I don't know what it is. It's called it's Cat Chat.
4: Right. Anyway. Well, it's reaching. In. Boys, tell us what Cat Chat is.
2: Well, well, I did mention it to Chris this morning. He said, oh, Geelong Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> That's his first thought. No, he didn't. he yeah, did. Because apparently they do have it. Enough, don't talk while well, I'm talking.
4: <laughs> it was just a, just for our listeners there, that was a... <laughs> adamant push of the button that comes only through our headphones that says, that's because it is a Geelong
2: podcast. As okay, I said, mate. So there wow. a Geelong podcast, but I don't think this was what I, he was alluding to. I'm pretty sure he was alluding to the fact is that... A Why lot was
4: of, your name all over it anyway? Well,
2: that's exactly what I was getting to yeah, before up. I was hurry interrupted. <laughs>
4: I'm losing interest. <laughs>
2: That everyone believes that when I put it out there, that we, we had a big announcement to make on the show this morning. Yes, that it was going to be Bryce Cotton and his Australian citizenship.
4: Well, you did, didn't you? Say a couple of weeks ago that that will happen within no, three weeks. No, I
2: said that the talk around the stadium inside circles was it could happen. Yes, I didn't say it would happen. Right. I was relaying the information okay. as part of Tim Gossip.
4: Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So that is that. That's not the announcement. No, that's not the announcement. I don't think that would come from us either.
2: Fleet Network, WOs, no visa, leasing specials, save your thousands on your dream car, fleetnetwork.com.au. We've also got five double passes to give away to Australia and whoever next Tuesday here at Perth oh, Stadium. Wow. Perth Stadium. Yes,
4: you were all over that the other day too. Like, geez, You you notice some things. Like, I, I can walk into any place and if they've changed the furniture around, I won't know. There's a new <laughs> cushion on the couch. Don't know. How, how, long, how long have we had this? This is new. It's been there a year. Okay, don't know. You, as we were walking out the other day, you've gone. They've, isn't there Perth? Isn't there Optus Stadium across the yeah. top there, right above our studio here? And I was like, and yes. Well, no, I don't know. What is there? I've no idea. I've never yeah. noticed it. Yeah. And but there was, and it's been covered over. Okay.
2: That's why I'm an award-winning journalist because I pick up on stuff <laughs> there it like this again. That. <laughs> on the king too.
4: I'm going. I'm counting today.
2: Five <laughs> doubles. To give away yeah, to next Tuesday. Gates open 5:30. First ball seven. If you can't get there, make sure you listen to me because I'm in the, I'm doing the
4: country three
2: with me, Brad Hogg.
4: You and Hoggy, yeah. Oh, there's a team. Yeah, is it ever? It's a combo and a half. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Harry, that's got the uh, potential to be. Sidetracked big time. There could be some really interesting stories coming out of that. sure <laughs> right. you're listening. 131255
2: Tulki Depot Open Line. If you want to put your name in the running, and so yeah. if you want, if you can go next Tuesday, don't please don't enter competitions if you can't go. Don't go. Oh, I can't go to that game. Can I get tickets? No, that's not what we're, <laughs> we're
4: offering. People do that.
2: Yeah, oh, they ring up and Did they go, I? "Can I get tickets to the movies?" I said, yeah. and they go, "Oh, but I don't like that movie. Have you got any others?" <laughs> No, that's the movie we're giving away. Yeah. 13, 12, 55, put yourself in the running. Or 0487 736 736, temperate bedshed text line. Uh, so today's show is like this, just so you know. Right. We've got Tim
4: Gossip. Oh, that's you. he's messaged you first. <laughs> Have we got any guests on? <laughs> oh, I'm putting that down as four. Yep. yep.
2: On this day.
4: Oh, that's you as well. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hey, and listen, on this day... When I walked in here, Lois, said, well, he handed me the form and I said, uh, the sheet of paper. And I said, what's the light like today, mate? Is it any good? He said, oh, I don't think it's a good one. <laughs> well, as I sat in the background and heard you go through a few, oh, it's a yeah, darn know. good it's one. It's a beauty. And prepared to have some memories come flooding back yeah. with some of the tunes that are it's going to be played a, today.
2: It's a beauty. So that's coming up. Hey, Jared Felton's going to join us too. Um, he's one of the contenders in the WA Open, which starts tomorrow. Tees yeah. off tomorrow at 7.44
4: a.m. So I'll be No relation do. to Kim.
2: I'll be leaving early tomorrow. He's playing with Brett Rumford and our man, the Baron, the Red. Why are you leaving early? To get there for the hit-off at 7.44. I
4: don't think it's important you get there at 7.44. I'm calling them up to the first hole. I tell you.
2: I'm doing the voiceovers. On the tee, from Western Australia, <laughs> Brett Rumford. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do the 18th hole at um, the Vines Classic. Five? Five. And- <laughs> And the Johnny Walker classic. Yeah, good. I used to be on the eighteenth. So I go, ladies and gentlemen, could you give a big Perth welcome to Sergio Garcia, Ernie Els and Retief Husson. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, hey, nice. That was my job. Good. Four days I did that for. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: <laughs> nail all the names. Oh, yeah, nice. No, yeah, no. I don't get much <laughs> wrong,
2: mate. Um <laughs> Alec Waterman's going to join us after seven.
4: Five and a half. Good. He just uh, delisted by the Bombers.
2: uh, Uh, So we'll find out what he's going to do next. And also Mitch Wallace, of course, a bit of Western Bulldogs royalty. What's going to happen with Mitch?
4: Quality bloke. He's just a ripping young man. Comes from beautiful family. Hayley Miller after 7.15 will join us. This is great. We've got two guys have been delisted and Hales, who's, well, they're deemed struggling. Let's be honest. They're going no good. So after seven o'clock, you just don't think it's worth listening to. No, no, no. I just it's going to be interesting to hear how these people their uh, their take on things at the moment. There's some people are going through some pretty hard hard times. Anyway, I had
2: my sacrum joint
4: right because you know how you asked me at the yeah. start about. Does it, it hurt? It oh. the wax comes off it. Oh, no, it wasn't
2: waxed. They stuck needles sacrum. in. I had three needles in the basically across the back of my spine.
4: Yeah. <gasps> Oh, Acupuncture. Acup- oh yeah. Oh, yuck.
2: Yeah, and then they then they find yuck. the spot and they basically stick their thumbs in and try and separate. Oh my god! And I've got to do this now every hour.
4: <laughs> if you, oh, oh, do oh, that. you know what? I'm going to do everyone a favour hey. and not describe what's going well, that's on. That's what i to do. No, you, know you know what? If it. I have to see it, oh. you have to visualise it, people. Uh, hands on the hips, oh. thrusting the pelvis forwards and backwards. Oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> got to release it. That's what you got to do. Oh.
4: It looks like you're <laughs> about to.
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so,
4: but I'm better today. That's good. Not can to tell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm going to go back tomorrow for a second go. <laughs>
4: don't have to. They just want to.
2: <laughs> and after seven thirty, the big announcement. <sighs> good show. Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
4: Are you excited about it? Oh, mate, am I excited? This is. Yeah. Does it involve you? Yeah. It involves you?
2: Yeah. If it wasn't for me, it wouldn't happen. No. <laughs> no. no. Really? Really? Oh, six. <laughs> if
4: it wasn't for me, it wouldn't have
2: happened. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. This person got the job on there by their own exploits.
4: Okay, we got a newbie coming.
2: Yeah, we do. Oh, In
4: beauty. breakfast. Beauty. What?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
2: what? Hey, you know, the other they, day, you know, Why they the other had, day,
4: they had people do a show. It's, it's a sign.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. we're not, not going to be three bananas. It happened at the M's. We're not going to be. Yeah, well, <laughs>
2: they added
4: somebody in TV some... show <laughs> uh, Yeah, we're not going to have three bananas in here. Oh we?
2: <laughs> well, one of us is we on the one of, one of us is on the slippery peel. Oh, are you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no, anyway, well, look, let's get serious. Let's get serious.
4: Why? Six fourteen. <laughs>
2: And I have got in Tim Gossip a significant. Um, what have I got?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No, no, no I'm, wait. I'm wait. on the edge of my seat. Wait, you wait. build it up, and I was actually so a listening. A piece
2: of WA football uh, um, royalty. Yeah. But, no, it's not royalty. It's not the right word for
4: oh, it. Just a good player?
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a champion. No, no. A, a significant piece of uh, WA, well, it's a piece of furniture. <laughs> no, it's not even memorabilia. It's
4: furniture. So you, so you looted something from Eastern Mount Oval? No,
2: well, no. Well, yes. No. <laughs> but but, but le- be listening because we are going to try and help a footy club find a piece of furniture that's gone missing. Oh, I love this stuff. Very, very... I love helping people which is very important for that football club. Okay. And I'm being serious, so let's let's just be serious for a brief moment. Put a search out. Yeah, we're going to put a search out because it will surface somewhere and yep. it's going to be no good.
4: Someone's
2: got it. 100% someone's got it. What is it? What is it? Well, I'll show you. Oh, I'll right. tell you about it in a moment. Yeah. Hey, it is a massive show. It is a massive show. So just running through our show again, what we've got. We've got on this day shortly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's on top. Are you listing these in priority of your excitement?
2: It's, it's in order. It's yeah. it's in chronological order, uh, Fair enough, yeah, gotcha. Chronological means from top to bottom.
4: Doesn't mean, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Enjoy.
2: As of it, as as it unfolds.
4: Yeah, sure. Chronological means yeah, as no, it time, happens. Frame. Yeah, now I'm with you. Oh, okay.
2: Uh, tickets t- uh, to the uh, game, cricket?
4: Five double <laughs> <laughs> So excited about your stuff. We've yeah, got five yeah. double passes yep. to Australia versus whoever they're playing next Tuesday. Correct. Tim Gossip. <laughs> Jared Felton's gonna join us. Awesome. After seven
2: o'clock, Alec Waterman, Mitch Wallace, and Haley Miller, all things footy, and after seven thirty, our big announcement. Oh. And if anybody's person guess- coming in. Uh, I asked them to come in. They said, oh, "Do you Too early. They <laughs> yeah. well, said, I thought, it it, a... "I thought we were talking to Ed Allen again." <laughs>
4: obviously, for um, oh, Ed, Ed, was terrific. Yep. Just don't yep. like getting up early. Twinkles reckons if there is to be a third banana, uh,
2: any chance ah. we can get Georgie Parker in as uh, breakfast?
4: Yeah, she was here earlier before me, wasn't she?
2: Yep, did great job, Georgie. All righty, uh, we're going to get a breakaway. I want to send a. Um, what do you want to send? Cheerio to Mick McNeice. Uh Mick is... Who'd that? mad keen Richmond fan, right. and Mick had a bit of a tumble um, at home and uh, suffered a bit of a, an injury. He's in hospital. He's in a, hopefully going to get some surgery today. So uh, I know he's an avid listener of the show, and I know his family listened to the show, and um, to Mick and to Barb, I uh, hope everything goes okay, and uh, everything will be fine. Just uh, show some tiger spirit, you silly old fool, and, <laughs> and get yourself up and going again. Anyway, from all of us here at SENWA yeah. I hope Mick, you're, going uh, okay. you're going okay, mate, and uh, uh, th- thoughts with the fan. This is Scotty Ingos, tookie Depot Studio. We're here for Fleet Network, WA's Novated Leasing Specialist. Your calls, your texts, your chance to win tickets, and a lot of me on the show today. This is Scotty with the star of the show. Ingos.
4: Oh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> on this day, I
2: see clearly. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. 19th day of October. Happy birthday for celebrating a birthday. It's National Ride to Work Day.
4: Yeah, it won't be happening.
2: <laughs> I'll just get in my fleet network <laughs> car and drive off. Tires are flat. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Righty up. <laughs> Hello to all the cyclists out there. They do no, seriously. I love a good cyclist. They do a fantastic job and well done to everyone who competed in the, the Maccas ride. The 200 ks fantastic achievement, well, all of you. 78 today, George McCrae. <laughs> 1974. Happy birthday, celebrating birthday, George McRae. Yeah, that was his hit from 1974. Good start. You like that? Yeah, that's a good, upbeat, happy song. You know when you walked in, you thought this was going to be a great day? Yeah. Yeah, Well, the new gen weren't so sure, well, let me tell you, we put them in their place today because I think this is close to one of our best. A bunch
4: of people that don't like the thumbs-up emoji.
2: Rock from the sun, John Lithgow, 77, (laughs) birthday. He also did the voice of Lord Farquhar in Shrek.
4: Farquhar. Yeah. yeah. he did. He was a little tiny bloke. He played a couple of villains as well. Never got into Third, was it? third Rock from the Sun. Never really got into that. But, yeah, a tribuator. Who do you play in Shrek? Farquhar.
2: Lord Farquhar of Duloc.
4: Missed it by that much. Lord Farquhar from Duloc.
2: Patrick Simmons Good. is 72 today. We're
6: talking about the The Doobie Brothers.
2: Woo! Guitarist and vocalist of the Doobie Brothers, still going strong, oh, no, 72. He actually wrote a song in 1975 called Blackwater, which was their number one hit. Did you know that?
4: No, but I love the Doobie Brothers. Oh. Great yeah. And you know what? When you hear the words Doobie Brothers, you go, right, oh, they must be really, really old. And and but they, I'm asking you, blokes, in and out of intros today, lots of Doobie Brothers, all right? And it'll absolutely trigger people's beautiful memories.
2: 60 today, heavyweight boxer of the world, Evander. Where's my ear gone? Holyfield. Oh, and some nasty stuff in there. There need to be a bite
7: almost. Holyfield is very unhappy. Look at- looked as if Tyson bared his teeth at one stage in the exchange. Yes, his ear. He, he bit his
4: ear. That's what Holyfield was in a lot of pain from that. You see the blood on the ear. That was definitely a
2: bad I'm going to give you a, a, a stunning stat with a Evander Holyfield. Did sure. you know that he has got 11 children? Wow. To six different women. Wow. <laughs> True story. Jeez. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. It's expensive. 56 today ah
6: uh, yeah good love can be strong we
4: got 1989 Great song. couldn't not song. Have told you who sung it but there you go wow
2: hey That's... dj sammy 53 spanish dj and producer and he's, he's done a whole lot of cover versions here's a couple of his best
4: up and about. I
2: know. So, yeah, this is a great one today. Yeah, thank you very much. A 215 kilo gold nugget was found on this day in 1872. Wow. Banjo Patterson's The Man from Snowy River was published on this day in 1895. The Jaffa trademark was registered on this day in 1931. And Jose Feliciano recorded this in 1967.
4: Girl, we
5: couldn't get much higher. Come on, baby.
4: Come on, baby, light my fire. I've got to stick with the original myself. Trying to set the night okay. on fire. Well, Jose. Mm-hmm, the time have yep. through. There's
2: no the, time the original. Yep. Whil- hey, uh, did you know that on this day, 1987, the stock market on Wall Street had its worst day since 1929? <laughs>
4: Yeah, it was a bad day for a lot of people. Luciano... They couldn't fly.
2: Luciano Pavarotti was acquitted of tax fraud on this day in <laughs> 2001. <laughs> was
4: he? Yeah. Well, it's taken a bit of a turn, this one.
2: <laughs> and The Dish opened in Australian cinemas on this day 22 years ago. Come and see the real thing, come and see the real thing, come and see. By Rob Sitch. Sam Neill was in it. Top grossing film of 2000. The Dish. Did you see The Dish? Um, I
4: don't know if yeah. I have seen so it. i It's, to it's finish, the same people, honest, it's, it's. Working a, Dog. Working Dog, that's yeah, it. They do sensational oh, stuff. Oh, they do
2: a lot of good stuff there. No worries, The Working Dog group. Hey, Tom Bosley, best known for playing Howard Cunningham, of yeah. course, in Happy Days. He died oh. on this day in 2010.
1: Happy oh. Days.
4: I'm Bosley. going to need some more Doobie Brothers to get me out of this.
2: No, I've got a bit more to come. Here we go. Some more death and Here destruction. Over 19. Happy birthday to celebrating a birthday. Noel Harrison, of course. When did he die? He, uh, he died in 2013 of uh, a heart attack on this day.
4: And the world is like an apple
3: whirling silently in space. Like the circles that you find. It's windmills off my windmills mind. of your mind. Keys that jingle in your pocket. Words that jangle in your head. <laughs> oh, Megan Stoff. Megan Stoff. Have you I don't you
4: know this song. No, I do Wow. Not.
2: He also represented, if I remember rightly, Great Britain, a couple of times in Winter Olympics.
4: He was a downhill skier
2: before Eddie Eagle came on the scene. (laughs) Terrific. And Spencer Davis, founder of the Spencer Davis Group, uh, had a number of hits. Sadly, he died on this day in 2020. come as we go into the break Jared Ruby Felton's going to join us, Tim Gossip after the 6.30 news, a sports update Jared Felton's going to join us Haley Miller's going to join us, Alec Waterman Mitch Wallace and a special announcement after 7.30 and it's not Bryce Cotton
4: 6.22 to 6.30 no self insertion, well done May Doobie Brothers Day. Lock it. Gosper on air, mate. Just
2: loving the Doobies. Oh, I was loving the Doobies. Good, isn't it? How hey, Scotty and Goss. Still to come. Jared Felton's going to join us. He tees off in the WA uh, Open tomorrow. Of course, he finished tied for third in the WAPJ in Kalgoorlie. Teeing off with Brett Rumford, our man the Red Baron, and uh, Jared tomorrow at seven forty-four. Alec Waterman will join us. Uh, sadly, been delisted by the Bombers. Haley Miller will join us. Mitch Wallace up there is uh, holidaying at the moment. And a big announcement after seven thirty: Go Nowhere and your chance to win tickets to the cricket. In the meantime, let's do this. A couple of uh, s- uh, segments here, uh, just quickly. Um... <laughs>
4: <laughs> just introduced you and then said, no, nah, I'm not Actually, ready for you Actually,
2: I just looked at him and I thought, do I really want to go through this sports I'm not segment? Ready
4: for you <laughs> morning, boys. Have you got the
2: full rundown of the soccer? Because I woke up listening to the uh, Premier League and it was a lot of games this morning.
3: Were there? There were a couple of games on. No,
2: there was more than a couple.
3: Go ahead. Well, the the two big ones were Crystal Palace and Wolves. Palace won 2-1. Wow, because Wolves were in front 1-0. They were up 1-0. Wow, that's Patrick Vieira's mob. the Eagles? It is Patrick Vieira's mob, Crystal Palace. And they scored two goals in uh, the second half. That's normally what you do when you win 2-1. The second half to win 2-1 after going down (laughs) 1-0. I'm
2: turning my mic off because I get told off for interrupting the sports
3: update. Yeah, leave that to me. Brighton and Nottingham Forest. That was one of the other big games. Nil draw. George Bailey has all but confirmed that Steve Smith won't be in Australia's 11 to take on New Zealand on Saturday. The side is set to include Tim David instead for the World Cup opener. I heard Gilly talking about it yesterday on Waitley. Not too surprised was Gilly just said, look, they've got to chop and change and suit, uh, choose who's right for the conditions. So Steve Smith still might feature and probably will feature in the World Cup as it continues on. He'd take that well. W.A. and Victoria, of course, in the Sheffield Shield at Stumps Victoria Trail. Us, Western Australia, by 342 runs with nine wickets remaining. We saw Darcy Short make a nice 87 yesterday. Sam Whiteman finished on 82. And at the moment, after Will Pukowski was out for 37, Marcus Harris and Peter Hanscom are at the crease on 67 and 12 not out. You can find Will Pukowski was out for about two.
4: Just play on. Zero, duck. He didn't make it run. But anyway, umpire said, no. Yeah. Not out. Stay out there,
3: brother. Give you another chance. And the NBA kicks off today. The Warriors take on the Lakers, and the Celtics play the 76ers. Elsewhere in uh, the basketball world, Charles Barkley, the great man, he's agreed to a new 10 year deal. He's 59 years old, by the way. So he's agreed to a 10 year deal with TNT. Reports are it could be worth around $317 million. Over those 10 oh, years. That's, that's not right. <laughs> so he's going all right. Uh, hey, nice work. Good thank job. Thank you. Good sports thank you. Yeah, it was
4: very good. Really good. Can uh, you do go. a long-term deal, Gus? I'd love to. Yep. Would you? Yep. yep. Uh, did I do one? Will you do a long-term deal? I mean, if SN come and say, mate, we want to lock you away before you become a free agent. we want to lock you away for seven.
3: Is that what the announcement is after seven thirty? Oh no! More, more, oh more no! Gas, that gas, gas, would be gas. the greatest thing in the world.
4: The greatest thing <laughs> in the world would be deal, that he's been all over social media. And he's pumped it senselessly, and then gone and the announcement is, I've signed a contract. I'm
3: extension. back next year.
2: <laughs> 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 you have a problem with that? You guys got a problem with that? If I was to announce after seven thirty that I am committing, I wouldn't have a problem with Amazing, really brilliant. <laughs> Just remember who recruited you. I would we'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got something more special because Mike reckons we should have a um, um, every now so my Adam Flog guy says we're getting some static noise every so often on the, uh, on the app. app. Well. Funny you should say that, and we're actually hoping to get static 24-7. <laughs> so we're disappointed it's only coming up every now and
4: then.
2: Yep. Morning, boys. You haven't heard the Daily Dad joke today. No, Mike. Or Mike why? Funny Mike, should say that. Why Mike, 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 why, Mike? Why? Funny should say that. Stand by. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. My mate David has had his ID stolen. Oh, no, I now call him Dav. <laughs> ID! Because David is D A V I D Okay. He's had his I D stolen. says I D stolen. So his name's Dev. Dav As in David,
3: Because the ID from his name is gone at the end of it oh, yeah. I, I hate both of you <laughs>
4: just, boy, What
2: a beauty why? That was a late comer too um, And another segment for the show According to Pete from Vic Park Got to have a segment for the show called Scott No Idea mm. Where Scott just sits in the background and sounds interested
4: oh, that, That's, that's called on this day mate. <laughs> <laughs> It's already called on this day It is time for Tim Gossip oh, Here's another one
2: Yeah, <laughs> no. Why not Here we go. Thank you very much Radio. Bit of gossip around.
4: What do you got? Serious stuff. We, we, what are we
2: trying to find? We are trying to find the Eastramantle President's oh. Chair. And I'm being serious. So Eastramantle are having a demolition and they're having a sale. And they've kept a lot of hardcore memorabilia. And as people were coming in and going, someone has taken what we described as they described as the Eastramantle President's Chair. The special chair. It's a hundred years old. Hi. And it's got uh, it's blue velvet seated and arms. It's beautiful wood. It's been beautifully carved, and it's got EFFC carved into the back near the headrest. Yeah. It is a stunning piece of furniture. Oh, wow. And it has gone missing from the East Romantle Football Club. Now, they're not saying it's been stolen. They're basically saying that someone may have basically
4: taken it. And thought, "Oh, well, everything is uh, going out to a good home, and uh, I like this piece.
2: So, if we, if anyone has seen it, we're going to put it on our socials we on really SEWA Breakfast. Back. It is a beautiful piece. It's over a hundred years old. It is famous as the known as the president's Please chair. Don't sit in it. Uh, look after it. If you have got it, or you know someone that's got it, and you've seen it. Uh, don't just think that you can, you know, let the kids climb all over it with lollies and, and you know, and pour chocolate all over it. It is a wonderful piece <laughs> of, from the East Fremantle Football Club, as well. So keep an eye on that one.
4: to right, get that person, back. Uh, yeah, well, let's get put, onto it, people. Put onto our
2: socials ASAP, and I'm sure the, the, the West Australian and West Sport will uh, be all over it too uh, in the next yeah, hour you need or that two. so. So there has got, and also
4: just a take quick one. Take the cutlery. Take the crockery. <laughs> couple of, the what? The crockery.
2: Yeah, what the other stuff. Cutlery. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what did I say?
2: He didn't say they
4: that. Didn't like cut it. out uh, the <laughs> 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 yeah. Jeremy Humm. I'm really nervous when I'm in front of a microphone. <laughs>
2: 23 games, That's Jeremy Humm, back in 2001, yeah. 2 and 3 and I'll 4. With Hummy? Yeah, Hummy. And uh, he played in 2006, played one game for Richmond. Living in the States right now is Jeremy Humm. He yeah. played in a, D, a B grade division, US. Football League Grand Final Premiership win. Wow. <laughs> well done to Hummy. Wow. So i see to... that's
4: on at the moment. Big Mason Colts over. over there. and
2: it's, it's all over now, so he's uh, he's won it. So uh, well done to Hummy. That was the B division of that. So uh, Jeremy Hum right there. So fantastic stuff. <clears throat>
4: that's, that's yeah, a little tidbit.
2: I'm getting a text saying, there's a strange sound when you guys talk, like a Band-Aid being ripped off.
4: <laughs> that's just how we speak, mate. <laughs> Is
2: there a button being pushed? Wow. Well, we don't know. We're just in here doing our best. Yeah. Hope they get it right for the seven thirty announcement.
4: <laughs> seven year deal. Well done. Mate. <laughs> well Twenty to done seven, to Scotty
2: you. and Goss. <laughs> 7 o'clock, Alec Waterman, Mitch Wallace, Hayley Miller, all things footy. And after 7.30, a big announcement for SENWA Go Nowhere. Thank you for all those people who texting us telling you about the Velcro rip-off.
4: Yeah. We think it's really quite we funny. We a bit of a listen. <laughs> yeah, sounds and, good. And uh, it does sound like someone's all in Velcro. Well, when they've been listening to our show, it is like ripping a Band-Aid off. Teeth. <laughs>
2: Yesterday, of course, in the studio, we had uh, our man, of course, Braden Becker. We spoke to Hayden Barron. We've had David Micheluzzi. I don't know if you know, but uh, I tipped him to win the PG up there in Kalgoorlie. And one man who's probably not happy with that
4: result. Been a little while since we've had one, so 6.46 was another one. <laughs>
2: Jared Felton, of course, who was a in contention. In fact, it looked like yeah. he had one hand on the trophy, the WA PGA in Kalgoorlie. It uh, went, a little, went a little bit ragged late, but I'll tell you what, it's still good to have a name like Jared up and contending for WA tournaments and in Australia, and been kind enough to join us, of course, tomorrow. tee's off the 10th at 7.44 in the WA Open at the WA Golf Club. He's uh, kind enough to join us. Uh, Jared, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us.
5: No worries,
2: guys. Thanks for having me on. Good on you, mate. On your way to a Pro-Am, are we? Yep, just in the
5: car
4: now to go, uh, go tee off in the Pro-Am. Do you like Pro-Am's? Yeah, we ask this question. Do you know who you're playing with, what the day's going to be like?
5: Um... You get some good ones, you get some bad ones. Uh, you got to take them when they come. But no, we enjoy it. It's the way we can kind of give uh, give time back to the sponsors. So yeah,
1: it's the least we can kind of do.
4: So just in case your playing partners are listening right now, <laughs> what, 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 what what are you after from them today, Jared? Uh,
5: quick play. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. don't, talk, don't talk
2: too much and no. just play. <laughs>
5: No, it's just kind of out to have a bit of fun. Um, Don't take it too seriously. And, um, yeah, enjoy
4: the day. And don't ask for tips. What am I doing with my putting, mate? What's going on with my putting here? I can't. uh, Don't ask for tips either. Just let the bloke prepare.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about Kalgoorlie.
5: Um, Obviously, a bit disappointing. Uh, Towards the end there, had had my chances. But, um, yeah, David won the golf tournament. I definitely didn't win it, so take some positives from
4: it, and we'll build for this week. I haven't played uh, Kalgoorlie, Jared, but I have WA uh, Golf Club a a number of times. What's the difference in in game plan for you? What needs to be on song, Uh, the difference between Cal and WA?
5: bit different. Obviously, it's quite quite a lot shorter uh, than Kalgoorlie. So, but Idris, uh, the green keeper there, is growing in the rough quite nicely. So, premium on ball striking this week again, um, and the greens to be pretty slick. So, try and hold those putts.
2: So, where are you at in regards to uh, your time. Obviously, you spend your time overseas for a fair bit. You've come back. What's your focus in regards to the Australian season, which started last week up in Kel? What's your focus going forward, Jared? Uh,
5: so, I'll play this week and then heading back to Europe for second stage of European Tour School. I uh, didn't keep my playing rights up there this year, so we'll go back, give it another crack, see how we go. Um, but apart from that, I'll just finish off my year in Australia, hopefully with a European Tour card and play the PGA in the Open as well.
4: Is, is, I don't think people appreciate just how difficult it is uh, for players coming through to make a, make a living from golf, there is, uh, I, I, it's, a, it's a long question, but I remember saying to people, I remember uh, playing with a couple of guys uh, in, in Melbourne a few years ago who were, who were trying to prepare for the Vic Open. There were 120 players playing in the Vic Open, Jared, and two got to play in the Australian Open. It's ridiculously tough and cutthroat sport.
5: Um, if you're not in that, you know, next level, it's, it's very hard to pre-qualify and get into certain events if you're not already in the field. Um, they obviously give a limited amount of starts, and it's tough to kind of crack that next kind of step. But once you do, uh, you can't really look back, and that's how, you know, you got to keep pushing forward.
4: How do you go in the wet, mate? Expecting a uh, couple of showers or two on uh, tomorrow and Friday. You, uh, don't, how do you go in those conditions?
5: I oh, will soon find out. That's a bit disappointing because <laughs> yeah, the uh, weather's been the last two days. Pretty nice
4: this morning. Oh, magnificent today. It's going to be 30 today, but 23 in a share or two and, uh, for, the next, and 20, for the next couple of days. So uh, how much does that change uh, how you go about your golf ball flight, uh, you know, stop and run, that sort of stuff?
5: Um, there won't be too much changing. I guess, obviously, if there's a bit of a bit of rain, the greens will be a little bit skiddy. But apart from that, nothing will really change too much.
2: Right. Good stuff, mate. So uh, what time you hit off today? What if people are out that way and uh, getting around the course to have a look and enjoy some sunshine? What time is your Pro-Am group hit off?
5: I think we're off at 7.30 today. So it'll be a shotgun start. There'll be a few guys out there. And then, obviously, uh, this afternoon for the second wave Pro-Am. Yeah, so if anyone wants to come out, uh, WA Golf Club this afternoon for the Prime, more than happy people join.
4: Uh, Nice sort of golfer you are, mate. Just uh, drive to the club, get the bag out (laughs) out of the boot, and wander to the first tee. I like it. Nothing too stressful
2: on a Wednesday, that's for sure. Ah, uh, good man. Appreciate your time. Play well t- today and get a feel for the course, which you know so well, of course. And good luck uh, in the WA Open. We appreciate group it. tomorrow. Yeah, great group tomorrow. Hayden Barron and Brett Rumper. Thanks for joining yeah, us, mate.
3: Appreciate
2: it. Good on you. There's Jared Felton joining us uh, as well. We are getting more texts to say that the band had rip off the Velcro. is getting louder.
3: Oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> do you play golf in the rain? I know you stormed off the course tuned up like when it got a bit too hot a little while ago. Mm-hmm. You, oh, do you play in the rain?
8: Um... Nah.
4: Uh, look, if I'm booked- what if you're playing and then it starts running? Do you, do you bolt then or do you no, plough through? No, I stay. Yeah, good.
2: I stay. Um, and if I am booked to play, I'll, I'll I'll play. But I won't, if I look out and go, oh, we were meant to play golf today, and i look out and go, oh, mm, it's raining, I won't be going. No, I won't be doing that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> if it's howling, you just go, boy, it's no bad idea, this. Can it?
2: Yeah, what what would you play off? I'm being serious. If you were to play golf, mm-hmm. what, what what do you
4: play off? Thirteen. Wow, oh, that's pretty good. But at the moment, playing to about eighteen. Okay, it's not going good. It
2: happens. Well, you 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 know you don't play enough.
4: Don't play enough. Now. That's now, right. Now, now, these, now, now I've got two jobs. Now you've got a real job. Yeah.
2: Uh, Jared Felton. Right. For those who are wanting to know, it is seven forty four tomorrow. It tees off. WA PGA was in Kalgoorlie. This is the WA Open. If you want to know, um, there is a shuttle bus service because it is right smack in the middle of Yolngon residential. Yeah. Can be a bit hard to park, but there is a, 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 a shuttle bus to take. Brilliant. You, yep. To take you to the city if you're looking to <laughs> go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> After 7 o'clock, Alec Waterman's going to join us.
4: Yeah, hope he's going okay.
2: Mitch Wallace is going to join us. Hayley Miller's going to join us. And a special announcement after
4: 7.30. Which you won't hear because of the Velcro, but,
2: yeah. You know. How are we going with the Velcro? What's going on with they yeah, under it?
4: They're onto it. Nims is on it. Oh, if Nims is on it, we're okay.
2: Um, you talked about uh, in the sport update, and I did listen. Uh, it was a beauty too, one of the best. Um... <laughs>
4: Even he laughed. He
2: <laughs> no, he's being sarcastic. Gilly spoke on uh, Whateley. Thought he'd finished.
4: Gilly. What do you mean? So he's still got time to do radio? Is he? <laughs>
2: yeah. He spoke about Steve Smith and Tim David on Jared Whateley. This is what he had to say.
6: Oh, I think Tim David's going to start. I think he. I think he should start. I think everyone's been buoyed by that. That energy and uh, and the power that he's brought. Just that different. Um, Different angle of the game that he has brought into it, so I very much expect him to start. And I think they've played their hand that uh, they're going to leave Steve Smith out initially, and yeah, you know, it doesn't mean Steve Smith won't play a part. What what I what I do think that they have shown that the selectors and, and, and Aaron Finch's cap is they're prepared to to. Change things around, just chop and change, or or even um, look at specific opponents. And and they talk so much about matchups that Steve Smith may well come in, not necessarily because Tim David or someone else is being dropped. They're just going to um, feel that Steve Smith might play conditions at certain venues a little bit better.
4: Keep on rolling. moon.
2: Got a Doobie Brothers action?
4: Yeah, we need more of that.
2: Rory reckons he's rushed out and bought some new uh, headphones because he thought he's, the Velcro noise was uh, something wrong with his headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so he bought $250 headphones to be told that it's a national. Apparently, it's a Telstra issue with the lines out. And if it's not, I apologise to Telstra. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But anyway.
2: Hey, Scotty. Just invoiced it. invoice this. Saturday night is yeah. England versus Pakistan, uh, Afghanistan here at uh, Perth Stadium. You hear all the action on SEN Cricket. I'm looking forward to calling the matches. 16 teams, 45 matches around the country, and we've got five games here at Perth Stadium between the 22nd and the 30th of October. The first one is on Saturday night. But we've got tickets. If you want to see Australia play their game on Tuesday against the Group A winner, whoever that may be, ring us now. Thirteen twelve fifty five. Thirteen twelve fifty five. Free stuff. And tell us that you want to go to the cricket. Yep, exactly. Free stuff. Let me tell you. And thanks to our wonderful friends, Perth Stadium, uh, putting these uh, tickets on. Gates open at five thirty. First balls at seven o'clock. If you want to go and come to Perth Stadium and watch Australia take on question mark whoever they. Doesn't do. matter. Doesn't matter. Australia cool in action. Cup. It's on Tuesday night. If you want to go, we've got uh, five doubles to give away. Five doubles. 13, 12, 55. Ring the boys if you haven't won anything on the show for the last couple of years. 13, <laughs> How long have you been doing this? 13, 12, 55. Uh, give us a call right now. If you want to go to the cricket, Tuesday night here at Perth it's Stadium. It's Tuesday. We've got double passes to give away to see Australia in action at the World T20
4: World Cup. Can I sit in the box with you?
2: Let's get a breakaway and get some news and come back with Alec Waterman, Mitch Wallace, Hayley Miller and a big announcement after 7.30. <laughs> Five doubles to give away, Australia versus whoever. Here, of course, out of the next phase, Tuesday here, Perth Stadium. October 25, gates open, 5.30, first ball at seven. We've got five doubles to give away. How do you get those? You ring the Toolkit Depot open line. Tell us who you are. If you haven't won anything for a while, 13.12.55 is the yeah.
4: number. Jay from Scarborough, 13.12.55. That's the number. Don't even hey, texting, mate. That's just lazy.
2: Mitch Wallace is going to join us shortly. But let's chat with a, a young man who had a, made a good fist of it, I reckon. He, he played himself 22 times. He got 22 games at Essendon and picked himself up 27 goals and also a little Brownlow medal vote against the Pies last year. Yep. And his name is Alec Waterman, a name synonymous to WA football. Alec, appreciate your time, mate. And sorry to be chatting to you after probably what is a disappointing time, being told that you're no longer required by the Bombers.
1: Hey guys, thanks for having me on. No, no, it's all good. Um, part of me and yeah, look, I, as you said, I um, enjoyed my time over here, and hopefully, that's not the end of it ultimately. But if it is, yeah, uh, to play 20 odd games for the Bolters is a, a, uh, a great achievement.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it sort of came out a little bit out of left field. You get that opportunity, and you get two years to to, to ply your trade. Um Did you give it your best shot? Did you feel like you were given your best opportunities by Essendon?
1: Oh, I definitely gave it my best shot. Um, and, look, I was given, yeah, I was given plenty of opportunity. I was able to play, I think it was 15 games in my first year. And, um, I'm, yeah, I'm so grateful for it. And then, um, first and foremost to get me over out of the blue and um, um, to play, you know, 20, 21 or 22 games, or whatever it was. And, you know, I, had, I definitely got an opportunity. I felt like um, after 2021 coming in this year, that was my first proper pre-season in about five years had not done one for the four years prior so I made some serious inroads and um, although I didn't play many games this year I felt like I'd you know transformed uh, my body really well and I thought another preseason would be um, do me the world of good uh, so I was looking forward to that but unfortunately not. Well you might get another chance Ali I
4: tell you not too many clubs have a uh, a player that kicks a goal a game it's as simple as that and uh, we know how how important that is but uh, the, the good thing, I guess, the, the thing that clubs need to realise too, if they're looking for someone like you, is that you have battled uh, illness, bad illness too, for you know leading up to that period. But you got yourself right, and you've shown what you can do when you're when you're fully fit and you're training well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I hope Clubs out there are looking for a player like myself. That'd be that'd be awesome. But um, yeah, look, definitely, I uh, I uh, had a pretty tough period a couple of years ago, but that's you know completely behind me and. Um, You know, when I said this initially, and they were like, yep, come over. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity, and um, although... Um, pretty disappointed. I thought I was ready to go for another pretty big preseason and then take it to another level and, and try and cement myself. Um, that's just part of footy. And as you said, hopefully there's a team out there that needs someone that can keep the goals.
2: So what do you do in the interim, mate? Do you stay over in Melbourne and hope yeah. that it's a Victorian club where the, the bigger clubs are, are available, or do you get home? I mean, do you, you know, what's your vibe in regards to what the plan is for you going forward?
1: Oh, it's pretty early days, obviously. It's only 24 hours post, so we'll let the let the dust set off. That's the i to put it, and just see over the next few days or week or so, or two weeks. I don't actually know how long, really, just to mm. see if any clubs are interested and just work through that. I'll stay in Melbourne initially, um, probably through the the new year. I've, I've got Essendon's off-season program and, and whatnot, and so I'll stay AFL fit um, through that period, um, hoping that a team comes knocking. But... Yeah, stay here and um, for now. And in a few months time, we'll reassess. But at this stage, probably head back to WA. I've got a pretty, pretty good footy club in Claremont there that I'd love to play for. Um, that's not for certain, but that's something I definitely heavily consider doing. Um, but yeah, definitely for now, for a month or two, just stay in Melbourne and then hope something comes.
2: Done a couple of uh, yeah, the Moony Tigers uh, tripped up at the last hurdle, but still had a great year and uh, have recruited some uh, good players too yeah. for for next year. You're at a club big club. It's a big club, but it's been tumultuous in particular with Ben Rutten going and then the change of presidency and who the, 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 CEO. Fa- the CEO, the failed pitch to get, um, of course, Alistair Clarkson. What's it like being at a club like that and with all that whizzing around you? I mean, are you immune to it? Are you aware of it? Just tell us what a player's perspective is when the focus is on the Bombers. Uh, well,
1: I mean, for me personally, I'm only I'm only a young player. I'm only in my second year, so it didn't really have much to do with me. I didn't really um, understand fully what was going on. You'd probably have to ask that question to someone like Dyson Heppell. Really, um, he'd be more entrenched there than what I am. I I was uh, yeah, like everyone, pretty surprised with with Chuck's sacking and, and then everything that followed. That was just sort of I just sat back and, and watched. We. we didn't really know what was going on. We sort of got updated as it went on. But for the most part, it was just sort of in the dark a little bit. But um, once it, the dust settled and, and um, the president came out and told us what was what, we uh, we sort of had no choice but to just move on. That's part of it. Um, it's happened before, and I'm sure it'll happen again.
4: Yeah, it's out of your hands as a player, that's for sure. You're just going yeah, to roll with the punches. But I, I did love your – I think it was on Twitter, your message yesterday, you know, Thanking Adrian Dodoro and saying, "You know, this guy's given me 20 games and I never thought I was I was going to play." Uh, what was one of the highlights, mate? I know Gosh just mentioned you got a vote against the the Pies. Was that Anzac Day? Uh, no, I don't
1: think that was last that was last year's game against the Pies. Um, but definitely, definitely Anzac Day. Um, that was. That's a day I'll never forget. Just the, the build-up and then yeah. to be able to, um, you know, kick a few goals on in front of what a hundred thousand people. That's something that I'll never forget. And, and probably playing in that dreamtime game that was in Perth last year, um, mm. and, and probably up with a couple of goals in front of all my friends and stuff. That's something I'll never forget. And, um, yeah, look, it's, it's extra special when you're playing those sort of calendar games and in front of those big crowds, but. At the end of the day, it's still forty and I mean, I'm happy to go anywhere.
4: All right, what, going. What's going? Th- what's going through your mind, Anzac Day? When you When you run out onto the ground, and there's the last post, the uh, the minute silence, the national anthem, are you just pinching yourself? Look at It's is the most amazing feeling.
1: Yeah, it is. It's pretty surreal. Like, uh, I think, you're out in the middle, and especially when it's silent and the trumpets going, you sort of can't hear anything. Like it's just dead silent. Mm. Uh, you can hear people coughing and sneezing up in the top tier. Um, it's, it's a pretty weird feeling. Um, and then once the game starts, it's obviously just a normal game, but, yeah, once that energy picks up, um, it's pretty electric. Um, a couple of periods during that game when we were on a run, you couldn't hear yourself, and it was just unbelievable. It felt like you were um, uh, fighting on air. But, um, so there are ones I'll never forget. But, um, yeah, the play between two games, I'm still very disappointed, but still, it's 22 games more than I thought I would. They pulled me out of nowhere. I was pretty much content with playing Waffle, and um, they just pulled me out of nowhere. So um, we'll keep it going if we can. But if not, I'm still happy with that.
2: Uh, very much so. Uh, well, well done to you. Uh, did you go to Ibiza with the boys?
1: <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah.
4: <laughs> anything anything yeah. we can talk about? <laughs>
8: Uh, it was not
2: a fun. It not a fun. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you caught a bit of criticism, for, you know, leaving when you did, and oh, you know, and and I, and and I think it was Kane Corns that was leading the pack in regards to. Well, he
4: hates fun. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't want anyone to have any fun. But
2: it looked like did you down tools? Did you down mobile phones? Did you have a bit of a pact amongst yourselves not to sort of send a message back after what was a disappointing year and with what had transpired? Did you did you speak about going away and how you were going to conduct yourselves over there? Was that ever chatted about?
1: Uh, yeah, briefly. I think it's it's pretty common sense for any professional sporting team that um yeah you know, you just you don't want anything going on phones and stuff like that. So, no, we had a brief chat about that, but a lot of those guys are pretty sensible. It was, it was a really fun trip and like we had next to no hiccups so um we were really lucky, and really happy and um yeah, unfortunately, Kane Thorne's said those things. But at the end of the day, oh, it doesn't make us the worst football team for going and having a holiday. You're allowed a break, mate.
2: It has been. It was after a pretty tumultuous time and a really rough year. But well done to you, mate. As you mentioned, 22 games, 27 goals uh, with the Bombers over two years. And as we mentioned, 20. Uh, 20- 20, barely 26 years of age and uh, still got plenty a bit left. Offer. And let me tell you, if you don't want to play for Claremont, Subiaco are looking for a goal-kicking uh, midfield. I tell
4: you what, Bass and Dean's a lovely place to be too, Alec. I mean, <laughs> you look exceptional in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: just have to work through that. Uh, I'll go through that when the, when the time comes. Yeah, okay, so you're <laughs> telling
4: me there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Just rem- and, and
2: just to remember, your dad's involved at Wembley, so if you really want to go down another yeah. peg or two and want to play B-grade ammos, you know where to come. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe that black one might look better on me than this one, Mr. K. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, Yay! it won't, mate. No there it, it is. There uh, good. <laughs> well done. Thanks. I'll get
4: my people to contact your people. Yeah. We'll see how we go.
2: Enough. <laughs> Let's just talk about it. We'll Thank you. Thank it. you, Alec. Nice work by you. Alec Borderman joining us there. So he's a fine young man. Quarter past seven. Continue the footy theme and chat with another player looking for a footy home, and that is Mitch Wallace after 162 games with the Bulldogs.
4: Yes, good morning. Well, you're just having a little bit of family time after a, uh, well, a rough couple of
7: days, mate. Hey, it's been a rough couple of days, but you, it's, it's been a rough year for the family as well. So we've uh, we penciled in to, to come to Queensland for a few weeks, and I know all, we didn't really plan it to, to play it the way it did in the last week, but uh, we're up here now, and um, we're just trying to acknowledge and reflect a little bit but also um hopefully find a new home in the coming weeks well it, it's no good uh kicking anyone on the way out mate that doesn't help anyone's
4: cause but it was only a couple of years ago you're yeah, the leading goal kicker at the doggies and and that to me is uh well it's a surprise was it a relationship thing between you and bevo or what, what do you put it down to mitch that you didn't get a lot of opportunities in the last couple of years
7: no, I was starved of opportunities, unfortunately. And, you know, I've got a lot of self-belief, so I sort of believe that I deserve to play a little bit more than I did. Um, but it's just the way that Luke and the match committee chose a team. Um, I found myself on the outer a fair bit. And I know I didn't play much for you this year, but I did fight my way back in. Um, and then, obviously, the injury uh, didn't allow me to play too much football at all this year. So the, the continuity over the last couple of years is probably a, another reason that they could see in their eyes. But... um I still believe that I had a lot to give um, and, you know, I, I think the group did as well. So it's probably the disappointing thing is I wasn't there to, to say goodbye and thank you to the, the people that have invested a lot of time and energy and effort into, into my career and me, me as a person. So that's that's something i walk away with a bit disappointed because I probably won't be in a room with them, you know, like that in that forum ever again. But, um, you know, I'm an optimistic person, so I look forward. Um, like I said, I've still got a... The pilot light's still a lot and I've got a burning desire to, to play at the highest level. And, um, you know, I'm willing to, to, to move clubs and, and find a new home and, and just see where that takes me. Well, one thing you
4: didn't do uh, was give up when those opportunities weren't coming. You worked hard and uh, you pushed yourself in the VFL. I was uh, following along from afar, and uh, it, it was just a desire to, to fight your way back into the team. And something that, you, as you said, you did manage to do. But how hard is it, mate, to, just to keep that? I guess, that determination going?
7: Um, it's hard, but I'm lucky that I love training um, and I love obviously playing with, with the, the teammates that I had. So I, uh, I knew where I wanted to be and the objective was to play in the, in the best 22s. I felt like I should be there. So having that clear, um, you know, objective to, to, to play um, and having the support of teammates and assistant coaches as well um, to, to help me get there. I went, I'm not going to say it was easy, but um, I actually enjoyed the challenge. And, and like you said, when you when you get there and you play a game and you do okay, that's sort of reward for effort. But, um, yeah, just unlucky enough that I got injured and I didn't get... Enough opportunities to, to prove my worth and, and show the work that I had been putting in.
2: I'm intrigued by when a player of your ilk or any player, but in particular someone who's been a seasoned campaigner like you have, and a bit of a, um, a bit of Footscray Fr- uh, stroke Western Bulldogs royalty in the name Wallace Mitch. When you find out that you're, you're being delisted, is that a face-to-face conversation you had? Does the manager find out? Do you go in? Is it a one-on-one? Just and and your first reaction, and then your walk-out reaction when you go to your locker. Just tell us what that's like.
7: Yeah, look, I'll be careful here because I don't want to um, you know, become too emotional and say something I don't want to. But, um, I, you know, I believed quite confidently that I was going to get a contract all year. Um, that was the chat. And, um, you know, as it drew close to the end, and the doggies probably didn't perform the way uh, we'll finish the season the way that we should and, and that we wanted. Um, you know, the, the the chat's become dried up a tiny bit, but I still thought that I was every chance. And then when there was so much player movement um, within our team, within our ranks, um, that was playing in my favour because I think every club wants stability after a fairly big turnover. then, um, yeah, I have a great relationship with Sam Power, our list manager, and, you know, he was it was on the phone to me most weeks. Um, and, you know, I just, I just got a call one morning with, with him and Luke, the coach, and, and got told. So, um, like I said before, it was, it's... It's not that's, that's not me. I'd, I'd love to have known earlier and, and been in front of the, the crew so I could could say my bit and, and wish everyone well and shake everyone's hands and give them a cuddle. But I was, you know, I wasn't given that opportunity. So that's like I said before, one one thing that I'll be a bit bitter about. But it's a big, bad world the footy industry and, and mm-hmm. things don't always have fairy tale endings. Not like all well, Joe Soward anyway, who can who can say that he had the fairy tale ending. But he's probably one out of a of many that that end on terms that they don't really agree with. But um, I'm just one of those and. Like I said, I'm optimistic. I'll, I'll put my, my feet my forward and, and look forward and enjoy whatever challenges come my way, whether it's you know on the footy field next year or in business or whatever thing I, things I choose to do next year because I'm excited and I've got a young family and I'm looking forward to enjoying my life. Well, you got
4: a young family, obviously, because uh, you're on holidays in uh, in North Queensland, and we've managed to get you up at this time of day. So uh, clearly, got the young ones, mate.
7: The young one was up at one a.m. this morning. And I, think, I don't think we went back down. So I've been enjoying the darkness for a while.
4: Yeah, that, that is, I guess, and I'm telling you right now, that will fuel your desire to get back to football. Let me turn that right, right. Oh, mate. So, so what? Um, what do you got left in you? Well, what, what do you, what will you bring to a, a club that, um, if they're looking for a, uh, I guess, a mature player, uh, a leader
7: of men? What do you bring? Yeah, I, I think, mate, I, I love, I, I love leadership. I consider myself a leader, but more of a balanced person. Um, I'm good at listening. Um, obviously, my training standards and my professionalism is something that's, that's held me in good stead for, for my whole entire career, but. My ability just to, to improve an environment. I, th- I think I, I've got my strength of, of learning people and, and knowing what makes them tick and, and getting the best out of people. Um, and it's important from a, from a cultural perspective, those things, but I still think I've got a lot to offer on the field. Um, you know, I've been training pretty hard for the last sort of couple of months post getting out of rehab, um, so I'm in, in a good shape physically, um, and I still think that I've got the ability to to impact games for, for four quarters. So I think, um, you know, like I said, I believe in myself and and can play obviously forward, but I still have got my midfield strength from my early days. So talk about being a dual position player is something that I can add to a list and, and just have depth and, 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 yeah, just lead from the front, really.
2: Have you heard from any clubs or your manager heard from any clubs or is that just a little bit too soon? Uh,
7: it's a little bit too soon. Um, my manager's in Bali at the minute, unfortunately. Um, but he, uh, he said he's on the phone and, And I needed a couple of days just to digest things and obviously talk to to guys um, that that needed to have conversations with teammates and and staff that are important to me. And I think I've had most of those. And um, I think even for my wife's sake, I'll I'll put the phone away for 24 hours and then... um, Cracking on on you know what the next chapter looks like.
2: Yeah, well, I know you like fishing and uh, and the like, and we've got good fishing over here. And there's also the combination of Murphy, Boyd, Garlic, and Hamling at Fremantle. Um, it could be like a, a reunion. You might have to put your oar in the water over in the west.
7: Yeah, there's so much, there's magnetised something coming over from from the <laughs> dogs. There. But uh, mate, again, that's, like you said, it, in interstate, moves something that um, I've, I've spoken about with Emily, and she's happy to you know move to the end of the earth so I even it's just something that we've never really had to contemplate, um, and didn't think we would. So, all these conversations are quite raw and, and quite new, um, and will develop in the in the coming weeks. I will apologise to M for us, mate, because uh, you are on holidays, and we've interrupted
4: it because uh, we were really keen to talk to you, and and also. Don't remind her that we live here now as well and that, uh, you know, move to Perth. Wouldn't be such a bad thing, all right? It'd be good for you. It'd be good for you, mate. Thank you so much. Well done for a a great career at the Doggies and a really important career as a leader there as well, mate. And uh, we wish you all the best uh, with another opportunity coming forward, mate. Enjoy your holiday. Uh, appreciate that, gents.
2: Thanks. Got Mitch Wallace joining us. And yeah, as on, and on the holidays, and still and not even. Quality
4: quite, young bloke. And not mate. 30
2: years of age either. Let a, me tell and you and it, a so.
4: quality man. He's, he's just rock solid. And it'd uh, be a be very valuable pickup. We'll
2: find out more. This is Scotty and Goss. Good morning. away from eight, Scotty and Goss. Thanks to Frank Agostino and all the hard working crew at Fleet Network. WA's no V ve- to leasing special. Save your thousand on your dream car. so no more. Get onto fleetnetwork.com.au. A big announcement in regards to SENWA coming up shortly. Haley Miller, of course, is a regular on our show, captain of the Fremantle AFLW team and coming off a, a tough loss because they're running out of troops, to be fairly, uh, to be honest, but uh, they only hit the scoreboard with three points and that was all in the last quarter. But Hayley's been kind enough to take our call. It doesn't get any easier. Harles, thanks for joining us.
0: Good morning. No, it doesn't. I was think about, you know, what am, I, what am I going to say this <laughs> week? It's, it's getting a bit like that. But you did allude to there is a couple of, you know, things going on in terms of injuries and, and stuff like that, but probably doesn't, you know, give you any excuses to, to not kick your goal in a game of footy. Yeah, three-quarter time. As a player, and you think, oh, we haven't hit the scoreboard, we
2: haven't hit the scoreboard, I put a tweet out. And I said, just score. Just score because it just go I don't care if it was a point rush behind, I don't care what it was. Just score. What was the vibe at three quarter time?
0: Yeah, I think like it's funny. I think for me, um, as an experienced player, I'm, I'm, you know, probably the same. It's like I just get it there, get it as deep as possible, so that you know we can can get a score. I, I've spoken to a few girls, and they were like, "Oh, I didn't even really realise it was that bad in terms of you not know, not scoring at all until the last quarter." Um, but I think you know we just didn't get it past halfway, really. Um, so we're not giving ourselves opportunities to score.
4: But you had your hands on the footy a fair bit in that in that second half. Uh, is it just connection issues between mids and forwards or backs and mids?
0: Yeah, I think look, there's a few things in terms of our game plan that we're looking at completely changing. But unfortunately, it just takes a bit of time. That chaos ball all the time and and kicking it long to grass and trying to get over the over the back doesn't doesn't work in in this day and age. Um, our league has has improved and the defense has improved so you can't you can't do that anymore so we really need to work on Um, maintaining possession of the footy and hitting hitting targets. And at the moment, there's just, you know, there's either girls that are panicking, and and sometimes that's the school board, when you haven't kicked any goals, you do start to panic and you want to just get it in there as quick as possible. But, um, yeah, there's a few things that we need to change to to be able to give ourselves a better opportunity going forward.
4: You talk about looking at changing the game plan, which is a... a, a well, it's not drastic, but it's a it's a tough thing to do mid-season. But when you lose players through uh, through injuries and that sort of thing, I guess it exposes the the gap between the the quality players and the ones that are still developing. Uh, is is it because you're changing your game plan because of that and because of your availability and then the the troops that are able to get on the park?
0: Yeah, I think it's a bit of everything. but we, It wasn't just mid-season trying to change the game plan. It was, you know, coming into this season and um, it, we knew it was going to take some time. So it was a bit of a, OK, we'll we'll try and change small elements of it and then, um, you know, see how it goes. But, but you're right, when those players then that you did a lot of work with are then, you know, injured and the ones that are really experienced and can think about game plan type things during a game, you knew fresh players, they're just trying to, you yeah, know, I figure out Playing the game. Um, so to then try and heap on a heap of sort of strategy on them can be really, really difficult. So I think, yeah, we're having a few issues with that in terms of girls just not being able to sort of, you know, the the, the automatic part of their game, you know, the kicking, marking, handballing, that stuff isn't automatic for them in, um, at the moment. So they've mm. got to really think through that process. And then, you, you, you know, you're trying to think about what option is the best option. Um, it becomes really hard.
2: I know you going to tell me that you cross the line and if you cross the line, you're fit to play. I was intrigued by your positioning and and your role in the team. It looked like you were sort of stuck sort of half forward for the best part when they probably needed your experience around the ball. Can you shed some light onto what your role was last weekend?
0: Yeah, so because of um, a lot of the injuries that we had, it it wasn't anything um, to do with me. It was more to try and give us a bit of a a forward um, opportunity because um, a lot of our sort of experienced players didn't come off um, the ground. So in the... Um, second and fourth quarter I didn't come off the ground for a rest at all. So to be allowed, to allow me to do that it was to spend a bit bit more time than what I would um, normally forward.
2: And you're playing Sydney this week, who and it's come out, the AFL have admitted the, of Blue. Did you see the vision? Made blue. No, I haven't seen the vision but oh I've my, heard of it. Oh my heavens. She kicked it straight through the goals. Mm. I can't believe it. It wasn't even dubious. It wasn't even close. (laughs) It wasn't wasn't even close. It is bizarre. It was behind the goals, straight through the goals. They celebrated and they were stunned when it was given a point. Sydney were ripped off now. They're gonna be they're gonna be hurting, they're gonna be smarting, and they are one spot below you on the ladder. They would like their chances. You've got to really dig deep.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Look, they're, they're a young side that's absolutely, you know, itching for their first win. So we know, you know, if you come, come up against them at, at the start of the year, sort of you can catch them on, you know, being a little bit shaky and, and just learning the ropes, a lot of them. But now, you know, they're, they're um, eight games in. So a lot of those players have sort of figured it out and are a little bit more confident. And coming off last week, they'll be a lot more confident. So, yeah, we certainly go into this not not thinking, oh, this one this one will be easy because I think it'll be a to be a hard slog, but if we can bring some some of the pressure that we brought against um, Melbourne and, and Adelaide, I don't think um, Sydney would have come up against that kind of pressure. So um, we'll be looking to sort of break down their game plan that way.
2: Thanks for taking our call today. And you're right, it's when you have coming off a loss like that and you feel like it's a bit broken record stuff, but you're always honest and candid, and we appreciate that. And Fremantle are very lucky to have you as their skipper. Thanks, guys. Harley Miller, Fremantle Dockers, uh, coming off their pretty disappointing performance against Collingwood, she's 4.832. She is a gripper and three points. She's a superstar. Hey, a break. Our big announcement, which... Good,
4: good text first of all. Morning, fellas. Uh, this is from uh, my mate Matt from Edgewater. Uh, my tip for the 7.30 <laughs> announcement is that you've... No, well, we haven't got a, a license yet, but great show. Keep up the quality banter, but improve the dad jokes. And what he, I think that's a misprint. I think he's spelled improve wrong. It's remove. But remove the dad jokes, I think, is what he meant to say.
2: NBA season is underway. Philadelphia versus Boston. Remove, take them out. And I can remove people who text in. It's 23 eight <laughs> <away> from eight.
4: <laughs> Seven-year deal you got, mate, Yeah.
2: It's got nothing to do with me.
4: But you're so excited.
2: Yesterday came across my desk that SENWA is launching a new show here on SENWA on 657 AM. All WA stuff. All WA, hosted from this very studio, Monday to Wednesday. West
4: Australian born and bred product.
2: Congratulations. Arguably, arguably, in fact, I'll take it to the bank, the best journo know, in my time in football uh, and in sport. And I will say this I did work with Jeff Christian way back when, but it was at the back end of mm. Jeff's career. Afford, no, but to, to work alongside this man, to know this man, to have him in his studio last week, to have the announcement today that the sports entertainment group SEN has secured the most respected and revered sports journalist in Western Australia,
4: Mark Duffield, joining the team. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. So- Welcome to the family, champ.
8: Hello, guys. How are you going?
4: <laughs> How pumped are we?
2: That is so good, mate. You must be... Well, you, I, I know it takes a lot to get you get excited, Duncan. Yeah.
8: Sure, give up, us something. You're jumping out of your seat. Give us a yippee or something. <laughs> I was when the sirens went off When uh, right at the start there. I thought, Jesus, I've heard them before. That's never a good sign. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> um, no, I'm really, really excited. Um, been really excited for a week or so now since um, this got to a pretty advanced... Stage of planning, and just can't wait till November seven now to get it all started and uh, and uh, and try and get really good at it.
4: Well. Ah, that takes time, trust me. Uh, coming off a low just, base yeah. after 8 <laughs> o'clock, mate. Just hanging there. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but listen, um, I'm a little alarmed already because, look, we, we've had issues with um, people we've had on the show, and we had you on the show last week. We had Hammer Brayshaw basically lie to us all year long. Uh, we have Simon Miller come in and tip three out of four horses and the fourth one will win. Uh, and then you last week, we remember saying, what's next? And he said, well... I like radio. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't mind doing some radio. Yeah, yeah Good turno. Real, good real, reveals. Real sneaky there, yeah, Duff.
8: Ah, uh, it's very good. Did yeah. I also say that I was, um, I, I was thinking about doing some farming? Did I say that as well? Yeah, you did too. Yeah, yeah. Well,
4: you, can, you can farm after 10 o'clock. <laughs>
8: know that uh, I actually went up to 2J last, last week and gave my brother-in-law a hand uh, on his farm. And uh, I tell you what, that nearly killed me. So I was very convinced <laughs> about radio after that. 8 yeah. till
2: 10, Monday to Wednesday. So you're on Adam Gilchrist hours, which is interesting. And you'll right. also be doing, of course, uh, inspiring sporting stories as well, which we'll hear uh, thanks to Baron O'Day. Duff, you've done yeah, radio for us, a long let time. let us
4: know when you need us for those, mate. <laughs> we'll be, uh... Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. You'll be, you'll be right at the top of the list. Well, I'm game. sure he will yeah, no. Don't don't call me. I'll call you. That sounded uh, like
2: so. Duff, you've done a bit of radio. You've worked with the national broadcaster, and you had your you sort of um, you toe in the water with that. And you've always said to me you've loved radio. So this is a an, an issue about to scratch, which is fantastic. What are you going to bring between eight and ten mm-hmm. Monday to Wednesday?
6: Look,
8: hopefully um, a mix of news and and analysis. I hope, and hopefully it's, it carries enough weight that it sort of help set the agenda for the day, that's, that, that'll that be the plan. I mean, obviously, you don't get to do that every day in journalism, but hopefully you you get to achieve that sometimes and tell people things that they don't know um, and that inform them and uh, and then try and help them make sense of what's going on, um, you know, over the last 24 hours in, in footy, which is not all always easy, given you've only got to look at St Kilda over the last week to know it's not always easy to make sense of it. But, uh, <laughs> um, but that'll be the plan, and... Um, and uh, hopefully we're able to pull it off. Gosh, Did new, he say breaking news? He said news
4: and analysis. Ours says crap banter, dad jokes and self-insertion. Um, so a different script to what, to what we bring.
8: <laughs> but see, what you guys do is you wake them up and you get them ready and you get them in the mood. So that's, uh, uh, Very
4: good. Nice work. Yeah. Hey, Have we- you heard of a segment called On This Day? <laughs> <laughs> just, just let
2: it just have you heard Tim gossip? <laughs> it's another segment. <laughs> hey Duff, we can't wait. Seriously, mate, I was absolutely thrilled when we got the call yesterday to say you were coming on board. As I said 8 to 10, Monday to Wednesday, right through the WA network, 6.57am, SENWA, the podcast catch-up, inspiring sports stories and and whatever comes across. Cannot wait. You're a legend of the industry, and I think WA will be better off for having you on the radio on a regular time here between 8 and 10, Monday to Wednesday, mate. Welcome aboard. Respected and tells the truth. Yeah, fantastic. And and seriously, great for the network. Well done, Duff. Thanks for joining us
8: thanks guys thanks for having me on this morning it's uh, yeah. great to be part of the family
2: a uh, good man I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm genuinely thrilled and I was when Sam Thompson our boss rang me yesterday they say we've got Mark Duffield
4: I, went, yeah. I sort of have to wait really were you, were you like this when they rang you and said Scotty's coming home
2: um, it's 12 away from eight almost 20 degrees Scotty and Goss <laughs> Sporting goss with Tim
4: Gossage Hang on, hang on, hang on. Who brought that back? No, no, no. People have been asking for it, mate. No no people have been. You're not people.
2: On the King, Friday, between 12 and 1.30 at Forest Place and 2 to 6, the team celebration. So just if you're thinking of coming to the... uh, World Cup, the Men's T Twenty World Cup, the ICC Men's T Twenty World Cup. There's five games in WA here at Perth Stadium. There is a team celebration. Get your teeth into this at Forest Place between twelve and one thirty on Friday. There's going to be q and A Q&A with a lot of the coaches and the players uh, of the England and Afghanistan team. They're going to be, and you can win passes to the England Afghanistan match. And then between two and six on Friday, Yagan Square, you can bowl. How fast do you reckon you can bowl? Because there's a speed camera
4: right now. <laughs> 58 k's <laughs> It's better than higher I'm ripping a shoulder You
2: can get yourself a selfie with one of the unmissable inflatable busts It takes place between 2 and 6 So you can go from Forest Place to Yagen Square um, going to be huge Don't forget Island, West Indies on Friday at noon. Scotland, Zimbabwe, Australia, New Zealand, India, Pakistan, Australia. There's games all around over Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and, of course, here going to be massive, 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 massive. And looking forward to all the action here at Perth Stadium. But as I said, if you're looking to get your teeth into the Men's T20 World Cup, please get along to Forest Place at midday and Yagan Square at 2 o'clock for the team celebration and the fan event. Lots of stuff to do. We've had tickets to give away too, haven't
4: we? Yeah, we have. I think they've. Are they all gone? Still got more. Uh, I spread it out. He said.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're, enter, you're entering the
4: draw. Oh, got 12:55. We'd get them.
2: No, nah, it's not that easy, mate. We have got that many people ringing.
4: I know, but it was the first five callers. <laughs> 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 it's a blast from the past, sort of radio days. So yeah, tickets for the first five callers through. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in, uh, uh, anyone coming in from uh, the east who reported crash Middle Swan, Reed Highway, eastbound at Great Northern Highway. Traffic's heavy on approach, so drive with caution. That's probably inappropriate.
2: NBA season's underway, Philadelphia and Boston, and they tell us to score updates on the TV screen. So let's go up to the TV screen. It is Philadelphia 14. They take on Boston, who are eleven.
4: Great feedback too, guys. I'm excited. Great news to hear. Duff's joining us again with his own Fantastic. show. Can't wait. Yep. To release that.
2: Yeah. Thank you very much. And tomorrow, I know, I know, we have Tim Gossip.
4: Yeah. And, and I know we I'm have. I to say, you you started off real strong with the self insertion. <laughs> Six, seven, seven within the first uh, eighteen minutes. Yep. You went zip. The next eight after that, we threw one in around 6.46. And then you've really held back. Proud of you. So tomorrow, Tim Gossip, oh. and on this day. Can these can these be pushing? Oh, I'm going to count these for tomorrow.
2: But $100 million up for grabs.
4: Really? Oh, I'm excited. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll, try it I'll again. do it again. Try it again. So tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. Tim Gossip. Yeah. yeah on great. this day. they're yeah, not so important.
2: And $100 million up for grabs.
4: Then. Yeah, 100 bricks. 100 million dollars. Can I please be involved in this
2: one? You can be in the syndicate, you're in the syndicate, you're in the syndicate. Oh, you
4: are in a I'm good mood. So that's so so far. Yes. yes, four of us in.
1: <laughs>
4: Lois <Lowest> special cane. <laughs>
0: 100
4: mil. I tell you what, if there's only four of us in it, uh, then then Mark Duffy will be doing <laughs> six till ten. I'll own the network. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> you, mate, you own this network. You'll sag everyone and just do 12 hours. Of myself. Yep. yep. Oh, is that, that's, that, that's almost more important than winning under a meal, isn't it? How excited would you be? Uh, I'd, buy to, I'd buy a basketball team. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. The new license here. <laughs> <laughs> no Why? Love my wild cats. No, nothing better.
2: Chris Cofunas, Justin Lane, yep, otherwise yep. known as Lois. Yes. And special, yeah. Myself. You and me. So there's 26 spots up for grabs. 26? Yeah. Was well, it? It's going to be 30.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay. A, a legal syndicate. Yes. Where I buy the ticket.
4: Yes. Oh, Thank you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be
2: 30 people. Is it? Yeah. And it's only winnings over a thousand dollars. Every other cent goes to charity. Tim Gossett, benevolent oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> so it's fun.
2: I'm buying the ticket. The management's not buying the ticket here. No, no you
4: buy the ticket out of your, your hard-earned. That's so, fine. And I think it's a very generous thing to do. Thank you.
2: Tomorrow, if you are listening, between it's 6 a and 8, story. you can, yeah. Imagine if we nailed $100 million. I'm not
4: sure we let 30 in, though. Now that I'm in, I'm not sure I want to share it with 30. Anyway, that's... Five tops. First caller in tomorrow. And
2: feedback is enormous. Thank you for the feedback. Just repeating the news. Starting next month, Mark Duffield will be part of the SEN family between 8 and 10 Monday to Wednesday. WA Born and Bred show. Inspiring sports stories. Born and Bred. Great. Brilliant. So he will
4: provide the fluff. Sorry, the fluff. We, we will, yeah. And then you think you
2: hardcore stuff, and then Hayes and Mardo will come back.
4: Peter V. Bit, bit more fluff.
2: That Nedhurst yeah. on yeah. Saturdays with Peter V. Uh,
4: we team. are we are on fire. This station. Thanks to everyone for listening in. Things going to get better
2: tomorrow. Goss Lotto. Make sure you ring if you want to be part of the syndicate. Have a great day, everyone.
6: Stuff's on board.